0: Welcome to BCP Unfiltered, Russell Brand had Tucker Carlson on his podcast and Tucker Carlson dropped some nuggets, some bigger nuggets of information and some smaller nuggets of information and he clarified his feelings on President Trump. Welcome to the show, let's get into it with our first clip from this great conversation.
1: Where do you feel the, res- the your personal role is as an independent media broadcaster is now? M- my, well, I think my role is to tell the truth to the extent I can see it, you know, to say what I think is true. Always with the knowledge that we see everything, you know, through a glass darkly. We don't see things clearly. We don't have perspective on ourselves, the world around us. We get a lot wrong. I've gotten a lot wrong, that's for sure. Um, but you do your best and you cannot allow people to force you to lie, period. So that's how I see my role.
0: That is how we see our role. That is how I see my role here on the BCP podcast. That's how Tucker Carlson sees it in his current Tucker on Twitter and whatever future empire he is building. That is how Dan Bongino sees it, no longer on Fox either. And an example of that, of telling the truth, is what Tucker shared about an interview that never aired U.S. law
1: enforcement or military agencies had anything to do with it that never crossed my mind i never thought that there was it was a false flag or anything like that i'm not a conspiracist by temperament i never thought that um and then i interviewed the chief of the capitol police stephen sund in an interview that was never aired on fox by the way i was fired before it could air um, I, am going to interview him again, but Stevenson was the totally non-political worked for Nancy Pelosi. I mean, this was not some right-wing activist. He was the chief of the Capitol police on January 6th. and he said, oh yeah, 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 that crowd was filled with federal agents. What? Yes. Well, he would know of course, cause he was in charge of security at the site.
0: Now, Tucker Carlson's a humble guy and says he doesn't always get things right and he's wrong for us in magaville america first people were watching this who knew that the election was stolen we knew right away that this insurrection was bs we we knew that there were federal agents we knew this stuff from the very beginning and it seems very strange that to me that tucker carlson didn't know that or consider that from the very beginning which some people may take it one way and some people may take it another way But I think it's very powerful that Tucker Carlson is now on our side when he wasn't initially when it came to January 6th because he let the facts speak for themselves. Now, there is one part here that I want to show you, a a series of clips. I'm cutting out Russell Brand's part. I really just want to concentrate on what Tucker Carlson had to say, in which he reveals, quite honestly, why he may have been biased originally on the events of January 6th. And before I play that for you, let's not forget also that his dad was a politician. He grew up around D.C. So he already has a skewed, and and he's been honest about this, a skewed, positive, optimistic, more trustful attitude toward the swamp creatures in D.C. But his daughter was there on that day. And that's probably why Tucker Carlson at the onset didn't view January 6th like the rest of us do and did, who were following all of the drama leading up to January
1: 6th. Well, let me just say one of my children was there working in the building and called me during it um, and was right nearby when Ashley Babbitt was shot. Um, So I was interested in it from the moment it happened. I was appalled by the vandalism outside by fighting with police officers. I hate violence from abortion to the war in Ukraine. I mean, I am consistent on that. I'm not a Catholic, but I I share those view- I definitely share those views. I'm not for the death penalty, I'm not for killing people, I'm not for hurting people. I'm not for violence. And I and I I've had those views for a long time. So, um you know, any violence on January 6th, I oppose. I've said that many times.
0: Tucker Carlson is making the argument that he's consistent on violence. I'm consistent on violence as well, but not to the degree that Tucker Carlson is. I believe in capital punishment. I believe in death to those that bring death. Not an eye for an eye, but true justice. And also, in full disclosure and full transparency, there are certain evil and evil people that should be eradicated from the gene pool murderers when found guilty if i were to run the justice system you would get a automatic appeal for anything that has that is a a capital offense because i don't want to be exterminating innocent people but i'm cognizant that when you have a justice system run by fallible humans that you're going to have some errors and unfortunately there are going to be some times when innocent people are put to death I believe that murderers should be eradicated from the gene pool not by vigilante justice but by a legal system that works same with rapists and of course pedophiles child rapists and and molesters I think when they're found guilty And have an automatic appeal. And they are still found guilty. Immediate death sentence. Not sitting on our government payroll, if you will, for years on end. Maybe perhaps I I, in the past have thought that maybe there should be a year. Just in case any new DNA evidence or something like that. We don't want to kill innocent people. But it should not be prolonged. And then we take them out of the gene pool. We start doing that. ...correctly, and having a justice system that works both ways, so all these elitist DC rich people who are rapists and pedophiles and murderers, they also get lethal injection, the chair, firing squad, you know, whatever it is, That's that's how I feel. Now, Tucker Carlson is all about no violence across the board, so that's his bias, and that's probably why he interpreted, along with his daughter being there... And the confusion of the day interpret events the way he did. He he was too close to it. He was too myopic in the beginning to really take a 20,000-foot view of the situation. Now, what he says next is very interesting. Actually, everything he says is interesting. Let's be honest. That's why Tucker Carlson is number one in our space. I would... Was
1: kind of happy to leave it where it was, which is this got completely out of hand. The only reason I ever got involved in commenting on it was I mean, we did a show that night saying, well, this is awful, right? What happened was the lying about it was immediate. This was a racist white supremacist insurrection. Well, okay. There was no indication to this day that race had anything to do with it at all, like nothing. These are people who thought the election was stolen from them there's some evidence they were right we could debate that but that's what they thought that's a meaningful thing if you've got a big population in your country that doesn't believe that your elections are on the level you need to figure out a way to convince them that the elections are on the level or else you can't have democracy because it's yeah. a faith-based system
0: it is a faith-based system we have to have faith in our system that our, as the left likes to call it our democracy that our representative form of Republican, and I don't mean that in the party sense, but we are a republic. That our republic's form of representative democracy works. And we, of course, lost faith because 2020 was stolen. There's not just evidence, that Tucker Carlson says, that it may have happened. There's absolute irrefutable evidence at this point that our elections were rigged and stolen on behalf of Joe Biden. Plus just the obvious common sense that a very unpopular man does not beat the most popular incumbent president in the history of this of, of this country. And of course, one of the things that plagued us and continues to plague us, unfortunately, are the voting machines. So that was the first thing I noticed. There was no effort at all to
1: convince people, actually... Electronic voting machines are secure, which they are not, by the way, that's a lie. In any country that has electronic voting machines is by definition at risk of having its election stolen. By definition, no country that cared about democracy would have electronic voting machines, okay? First thing, but no one even, and by the way, many Democrats have made that point. Not now, but Mm -hmm. 10 years ago, there was no effort to reassure anybody. They immediately used it as a cudgel To make their political
0: opponents shut up and in a lot of cases to send them to jail of course because that is the marxist playbook you attack your opponent and you jail them like we're seeing them do yet again or attempt to do yet again with president trump but how many people in his circle have gone to jail from manafort to michael cohen how many people have been arrested like Steve Bannon, etc. It's very funny. Well, maybe it's not funny. It's just what they're concentrating on. But many other pundits in the, in the conservative space always talk about them being cultural Marxists. And yes, there is definitely an element of cultural Marxism. But damn it, these are hardcore, true blue, pun intended, hardcore Marxists. Saul Alinsky practicing Marxists. And this is what Marxists do. They don't argue their points. They are satanic and they want to force their plan, their agenda, their political thought, their ideology down your throat and shut up anyone who opposes. There's only one view. That is absolute Marxism, not just cultural Marxism. So I noticed this. I'm like,
1: wait a second. Nobody here is operating in good faith at all. They're just immediately lying with maximum aggression. And anyone who asks questions about it, like me, and if you could go back and look at the tape, my first five shows on January 6th were like, well, yeah, it's bad, but I don't think you're telling the truth about what actually happened. Shut up! (laughs) Racist! (laughs) What? (laughs) And that was a tip off to me. I mean, I had no thought in my head as I watched this happen on television and in the subsequent weeks that U.S. law enforcement or military agencies had anything to do with it. That never crossed my mind. I never thought that there was it was a false flag or anything like that. I'm not a conspiracist by temperament. I never thought
0: that. Tucker says his eyes were open when he spoke to Mr. Sund, a Pelosi person who told him that, yes, there were feds there. And I played that clip for you to start off this episode. So his eyes are opened, his ears are willing to know and share the truth. And then the famous tapes. So
1: the more time has passed, now it's been two and a half years, it becomes really obvious that core claims they made about January 6th were lies. The amount of lying around January sixth, and it was obvious in the tapes that I showed, um, is really distressing. And anyone who's covering for those lies should be ashamed of himself. And that would include almost the entire American media, including Fox News. Um, people at Fox News, Fox News, to its great credit, let me air that, and I'm grateful that they did. But there, you know, there are people there who were mad at me for airing that. Really, why? If if you think I'm cherry picking it and taking it out of context, show me show me where. I like. Tucker
0: Carlson, quite a bit. But I'm not really buying this naivete by Tucker Carlson of, yeah, Fox News, they were against this whole thing. And I'm like, why? Why are they acting this way? Really? The same network that called Joe Biden the winner of Maricopa County before even the leftist press did? They were pro-Biden, anti-Trump, anti-stolen election because they were part of The Fox News machine, that is, part of the false narrative of Joe Biden winning. Maybe Tucker Carlson and his optimism, an optimism that can easily be buoyed by the big bucks he was making and the relative autonomy his show had. Maybe that was clouding his judgment at the time. But look, really at this point doesn't matter. Tucker Carlson is a warrior on the January 6th front getting the true story out. I'm
1: asking obvious questions. You said this happened. For example, there was a guy called the QAnon shaman, Jacob Chansley. They put the guy in prison for years. There is surveillance tape that they hid until I aired it showing the Capitol police trying lots of doors, trying to get into the Senate chamber, the sacrosanct chamber that he wasn't allowed to be in, and then escorting him in. And he kind of wanders around like he's taking a hit of mescaline, just kind of, you know what I mean? And like he says a prayer, he thanks God for the Capitol Police, and then he wanders out. Now, there are a lot of conclusions you could draw from that, but you cannot call that
0: guy an insurrectionist. That's a lie. Now, toward the end of this train of thought and this flow of the conversation that Tucker is having with Russell Brand, he goes back to Jacob Chansley. So I'm I'm going to go into the future of this interview and show you that clip because i want to talk about jacob chansley and how 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 he was railroaded for a non-insurrection and a warning here tucker carlson drops an f-bomb
1: and to put jacob chansley an american citizen a navy veteran in jail for years after he was let into the senate chamber by uniformed capitol hill police officers and then i play that and I'm the bad guy? Fuck you. Like, wh- what do you make of that? D- I'm sorry, it makes me mad just thinking about it. I said I wasn't going to be a hater. That makes me mad. And I see people on other channels, it's outrageous. He's trying to minimize January 6th. Well, but what, this guy went to prison.
0: Went to prison. You ever been to prison? And thank God Jacob Chansley is now free. Though he should never have been in jail at all. Never mind the length of time that he was in jail and the halfway house at all for being an insurrectionist. Oh yeah, that's another lie. These people were insurrectionists. No guns, no plans. The most you could call it is a protest that got out of hand because of mob mentality. But it sure as hell wasn't an insurrection.
1: And by the way, an insurrection is a very specific meaning and I'm pedantic about words because they're the currency that I trade in. I mean, that's what I do. I use words for a living. So I care about their specific meanings. That was not an insurrection. It was not armed. And its purpose was
0: not to overthrow the government. That's right. It was a protest. Now, what Tucker Carlson says next, I don't agree with. I don't fully agree with. He lays blame on Donald Trump. Let me play you what he had to say. Then I'll give you my analysis. It was it was a spasm of rage
1: that trump definitely it helped inspire that's true and um at the election results okay you know i i'm not actually for that i don't think leaders should be making people more pissed in general um but that's what it was it was not an insurrection tucker
0: calls it a spasm of rage okay i can buy that but he does bind the idea that president trump fed into the rage over the stolen elections. Now, this is where I... I'm not going to say I 100% disagree with Tucker Carlson, but since he's not MAGA, he's not going to understand that we were enraged since the election was called for Joe Biden. Before January 6th, when they stopped counting, oh, because we're tired... And then they dumped a whole bunch of ballots, false, fake ballots. They did machine hacking and then announced that the guy who couldn't even win his own party's primary somehow beat the most popular incumbent Republican president of all time. When President Trump went to the Capitol, and gave that speech, we were already enraged. President Trump shared in that rage with us. And we love America. And we love freedom. And we are not, I love you, Tucker Carlson, but we are not, and it's funny because um, my show's original name was Black Conservative Hippie. We're not all pacifist hippies like you, Tucker. We love you, but we disagree with you, at least in this household, with this idea that A leader should not feed into the rage. Yes, a leader should be part of the rage if our own republic is at stake. Our founding fathers were full of rage at the injustices coming from the monarch across the pond. And that was a righteous rage. President Trump's rage was righteous and so was ours. But guess what? When asked how he feels about Trump, Tucker says he loves Trump, that he's a historical figure, and then he goes into details why he loves Trump. And I'll cover that tomorrow in our weekend edition. Until then, ciao, goodbye. God bless. God to give us what we want, uh. gotta give us what we need, hey. <laughs> our freedom of speech is freedom of death, we, we got, got to fight the power, let be, fight the power.